Oh my gosh, it might be working. <laughs> this is a big maybe today. Improved audio. I We were hoping for improved audio. Yeah. I didn't go back and listen because I have a really hard time listening to my own voice. And bless it. If any of you are actually listening to my voice, I'm sorry. But apparently our audio sucked last time. Well, so we're doing two things. We do, yeah, we do a recording that looks professional, which is hopefully the one that's on the screen right now uh, for Cardinal Cast. Um, it allows you to see some, we got some different titles and banners. But at the same time, we were using your phone all this time to get a live feed to face uh, Facebook. And so the audio was picking up off your phone. So anyways, this is our workaround. Hopefully it's better. We're trying for more quality. Again, we're outside where we got some fresh air. We are on Cardinal Field on the Wednesday before the Friday night game against Mitchell for homecoming. I will be singing the national anthem if you stay to the end of this video. So... Oh, this is is where we sing the national anthem, right? No, they probably sing it on the field. Nobody wants to hear that. If you have not heard the Cardinal singers sing the national anthem, (laughs) they'll do it for, they've done it for volleyball games. They've probably done it in the past. I know they've done it in the past for softball games. They've done it, I think, earlier this year at a football game. Um, It's a real treat. Now, they might not, it might be the band this weekend, but um, it is a real treat to listen to the Cardinal singers. It's homecoming week. It is homecoming. Go Go cards. Go cards. I think everyone is super stoked. Um, Knock on wood. I don't want to bring any bad juju, but it seems like everything's a go for Friday, right? Everything's everything's still on. So last week, I think it was while we were doing this live, I knew there was discussions about some cancellations possibly with our varsity football game, which thank goodness didn't happen. It did cancel due to quarantines in another community. It did cancel our JV game on Monday. Um... This week, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know of any discussions right now. I believe we're a go. Um, other schools are starting to step up. Nobody wants to require face masks in school, and I, I apologize that we keep bringing up that topic, but no school wants to do it. Other schools did not do it because they're bored. Their parents just didn't allow it. In those schools now this week, I know of two of our schools, and we've previously played them um, already in, in varsity football contests, Two of those schools went with mandatory masks this week. And again, our policy is not mandatory, it's just expected. But it's clearly been a success for us to avoid those mass quarantines that have been impacting other schools, which impact a whole lot of different fall activities. Um, so we've been, we've been dodging bullets, but at the same time, we've been hit a couple of times where other schools, because of their protocols, were a little more relaxed than ours. So parents just... Thank you for supporting us with the, the protocols, with the face masks, and understanding what's really about. It's really about getting kids the opportunities to compete in their activities. It's not about our personal opinions and beliefs. It's about what the public health is doing, which, by the way, yesterday the governor announced new directed health measures, which included exactly what we've been doing all along, where if you're wearing face masks and, and the student who tests positive was wearing a face mask and you're all in the same classroom for an extended period of time, only the positive case gets quarantined. The rest of the students, and this is statewide, the rest of the students can remain in school with face masks um, instead of having to go home and quarantine. And they also, since we were talking sports and activities, also said that if you're competing in an outdoor activity, an example, a softball game, football game against some other town, somebody tests positive that was participating there, they don't have to quarantine the teams because of the outdoor setting, the open air atmosphere, and they even said in gymnasiums there would be 
a little acknowledgement for that too. So again, thank you for understanding. I don't want to wear a face mask. We don't want face mask policy. Um, it wears us out that we continue to talk about it, but at the same time, it has really been effective. And I know for a fact, a minimum of three times, we, we Shadron Cardinals have avoided some mass quarantines of our teams because of some close contact that had a connection to the team, but because of our, the protocols we're following uh, in our school and in our activities, it didn't quarantine uh, large groups of students. So uh, thank you for the support on, on that topic, which can be a little touchy for some reason. It can be a little touchy. I think it really uh, set the tone uh, right. And maybe we, we talk about this. I stole your line that gold is forged through fire. There you go. Uh, that our administrators and secretaries took the heat for getting COVID yeah. and having to, yeah. to be out for so long that the rest <laughs> of us figured out how to. And yeah. no one's saying we are not writing the policies. Mm -hmm. We are not writing the the quarantine rules but we know them now and our students are doing a very good job of yeah. um, managing what we know and how we can stay in school it made me think of it and i don't want to talk about face masks or any of this but stuff. i always well, I, <laughs> I, I, sit here and, I sit and nod while you do yeah. it uh, but I, it made me think i actually was on the phone yesterday with a woman from washington dc and i can't explain very much about that yet but when i can i will share more um they, I talked to her for 30 minutes about what we're doing in Chadron, and I think people are amazed. And naturally, that's a whole different different part of the country, but mm -hmm. they're amazed that, I mean, there's, there's college football teams that might only get to play two games all season. There are all these things, and all of a sudden, we've gotten so many under our belt and so many yeah. contests already. Um, it, I think, and I'm a half glass, half full kind of gal. I always have been, and I always will be, but... To think that we are having homecoming week and we are going to do all the things that yep. we had burning of the sea and and all this kind of stuff um, that we're managing it through this while a lot of other kids are still sitting at home learning digitally um, for yep. mandated, not chosen, but mandated in districts that are not too far away from ours. Um, I just think it's it's amazing to put it into perspective of mm -hmm. of how normal the school year has actually been so far i mean like normal you were mm. i had run the office for two weeks that's not normal <laughs> so way not normal but but yeah just thinking about other districts and how many kids are not even getting the opportunity to even try to have these events and these things i don't know i'm a glass half full kind of gal and i think i'm pretty proud of our, our students yesterday was an example um i tested you know 160 kids up at the armory and we spaced them all six feet apart so mm -hmm. that they could take mass breaks and if they really couldn't wear it i was taking mine down more than the kids i was like geez yeah. mrs watson if they can do it i can do it so um they're an example and a lot of them are athletes and they know mm -hmm. they're like we want to play so you know it's like this summer i kept hearing about the new normal the new normal and i was like that became a little bit annoying to me at the same time when you were talking it does remind me that Literally four weeks ago, definitely six weeks ago, we didn't know if we would have, we would really be able to play like Friday night under the lights with football is just to name one or just to hear a pep band down the hall mm -hmm. practicing in the classroom. Band I mean, and choir gave me so oh, much anxiety the, this yeah. this spring and summer. I didn't know how to schedule them and yeah, they're like, making it work. You yeah. know, it, truthfully, though, I mean, are we able to pull off even having a math class in yeah. the building? You know, there was so many concerns and... Now, for the first time, just as you were saying that, it's like I actually get it actually makes sense to me what the new normal means, because the new normal is it feels 
it feels routine now what we're doing. It doesn't feel like a whole lot of extra. COVID, by the way, has just been more work. It's just more work for everyone. Mm -hmm. But it feels like it's become routines a little bit, like it is the new normal. And we have been able to. The other part is the the normal part. Like I'm, we're slowly experiencing like it feels like the op- us not playing or having sports or those things, it would be unusual now where that was the fear, like whether we would get to four weeks ago. Absolutely. So it's, it's slowly setting in that this is doable. We can accomplish this. Um, it, and so it kind of made sense to me, this whole new normal thing that it's starting to feel more and more normal all the time. There are some, some changes still, um, as far as some of our protocols, but it, it's working, it's working. And we've had a lot of successes with it. I'm really thankful. Number, I'm always thankful first to our students because they're the ones really setting the the Heck standard yes. in the building. Uh, it's kind of funny. Like it was two days ago, the um, oh, it was at the burning of the sea, and the volleyball girls they were getting their picture taken by Mrs. Pow Pow for the yearbook, and so they took their masks off, and the football team started chanting at them, "Wear your mask, wear your," <laughs> you know. And it's that's an example of how it's so student driven for us that our students want to participate and have those opportunities that. They're doing it. They're doing it as a team, which sets the tone for the rest of the building every day, which surprises me that they're either forgotten or left at home. But every day we have a few students come to the office asking for a mask because they didn't. Apparently they need it for some class or want it. And we hand them out. And so it's just kind of it's just become routine where we're able to have in-person classes. Um, It's been very successful. We do know that area schools, you know, COVID cases are still. Absolutely. are still around, you know, knock on wood. I'll be honest with you. This is our first week of not having cases in our district, by the way, um, not just our building, but um, in our building, we don't even have quarantines where a case is at home and it causes a quarantine. Now mm-hmm. that changes every time I say that I'm nervous about it, but this is the first week where, um, where we had not only one day, but we've now strung together about four days of no cases, no quarantines. And we haven't, that's a first this school year for us. Yeah. Kudos to families who are making hard choices and the right choices and um, not getting kids cro- caught in the crosshairs of any beliefs or politics or those kinds of things. Just doing the right things to allow kids to stay in the building. Like right. we, we started off in the high school, I would say, and I told this gal from Washington, D.C. who called me as hard as any school in, in as much fire and anxiety as any school in the nation, yeah. I think, did. And we, like, like you said, gold is forged in fire yeah. and we're we're trudging on so kudos to everyone you couldn't have more fire Speaking than how of we started trudging, let's oh. talk about the act okay oh our kids trudged oh. through that yesterday the, they did you great. know it, one of the things and you and i have talked about this of a disappointment is that these scores don't count for state scores because oh, i'm so the, this, sad about that yeah, you guys this you don't senior know. group They're it really so is good. academically They're talented. so special I say that every year. Every group is special. <laughs> they become because you spend so much time yeah. with them, eight hours yeah. a day for four years. It's yeah. like they become like your own kids. But I don't know. This group has they they're strong academically, and yeah. we were gonna be on the top chart again yeah. for Nebraska schools. And I mean, we'll still like tally it up and show you guys how great yeah. <laughs> these guys are. But they're so stinking smart. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a free it was a free opportunity free opportunity them. yep and it was not mandatory and i tech yeah. i tested 65 kids yeah. on a not mandatory uh, yeah. that's amazing that's impressive. That's it's, really that is. just shows their character um and they get to send that score to colleges um they get opportunities to take it a bunch again mm-hmm. national test dates on saturday this year if you have a freshman 
through senior, I'm almost advising, I used to say like, oh, wait till your sophomore year, just, mm -hmm. just take it. If, if your kid is at all interested, um, and if you are at all interested as a parent in knowing more, like that senior class, I really need them to tune in tonight. My friend Andrew's gonna give a presentation for us. Um, I sent out a Zoom link and I sent it out in the, the Cardinal Five Bullet Friday. Um, but there's a presentation tonight at 5 p.m. on a Zoom link. So you could be making dinner and just mute, you know, you'll be muted. So you just listen in and uh, it'll help mm -hmm. kind of navigate. Because I get a lot of questions. What do I do freshman, sophomore, junior year? Mm -hmm. And the real answer is you work towards that ACT score. <laughs> so yep. it's true because so That's much money um, lays on the line with that score and you can improve it. It's it's really amazing with some confidence. We were talking about confidence and grades earlier today, but with some confidence, what that can do on a test that's as tedious as a four-hour ACT test. Right. Huge thank you to Bubba. Sergeant Page, mm -hmm. again. I oh, like the, the Sergeant Page fan club over here. It should be um, one of our best supporters. I don't think people realize how much the – for some reason, the, the, the National Guard has been a, a huge supporter – um, of high schools, of, of high school academics, uh, let alone, yeah, it might be a recruiting piece for them as well. But I'm, I'm saying they invest their time. They have curriculum mm -hmm. that they can bring into the classroom as well. Every time we have a state tournament, we see their flags and stuff set up. We had a cross-country meets, whether you're here or in a way school, there's, there's the National Guard with mm -hmm. um, information, water stations and different things. So just huge supporters of high school uh, high school athletics, high school academics, and really appreciate it. Yeah, in the afternoon, they hosted the ASVAB test for all the juniors, and I don't even know that we needed to be there. You stuck around to kind of just so we had a staff member there, but they just take over and, and did a great job. You know, I, I got to walk the juniors over. That was my big, you know, th that's how I helped out yesterday. <laughs> I walked them, which means they walked ahead of me and I followed. I heard um, the, the food at the cafeteria for the seniors who got to eat on campus and get their tour was awesome. In fact, we ran into a, a Shattern High School alum up there, and he said to us, oh, I'm so glad you're here today. Food's way better when you guys <laughs> go. So they pulled out all the stops. Yeah. So thanks to Sergeant Page, um, who's one of the hardest working guys, yep. like never yep. complains either. That guy never complains. He just yep. does the work. Bubba's the yep. guy. He's the guy. And Sarah Smith, who hooked us up on campus. So oh, good. it was and good. It was fun, but we're alum. all glad to get that done with. Yeah. including me. Mm -hmm. You know, you've hinted about Washington, D.C. another time. Are you saying we can't announce anything? I can't. I don't think I can because okay. I put a tweet out there that I had to delete. Oh, darn it. So we can't, we can't, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah I won't, I I won't say anything. anything that possibly you're a speaker at a national conference or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, excited to make that announcement here coming up. We're kind of waiting to see how that goes, but a nice accomplishment for you. Uh, to be able to possibly speak at a national level. Possibly. Uh, possibly. Maybe. National conference. <laughs> Conference, what? just saying, possible Why does speaker. Everything have to be like <laughs> COVID, right? I, I would love to go to Washington D.C., but yay, yeah, Zoom, it's, virtual. Yeah. It's all no. right. I'm over it. Hey, I'm, but no. I'm a glass half full gal, so yeah. I'm gonna quit complaining, and we're just gonna do the work. It's not as fun though. You and I presented this summer at yeah. a, a state conference, not national. Yeah, we presented at a state conference, and it was Zoom. We were sitting in the school doing it, and not quite as fun. Not, not, quite, not as fun. quite as fun, but. Um, homecoming week. What else we got going on? Um, a quick plug. We had home or student council uh, who sets the act activities for the entire week. Um, they organized the burning of the sea, and then football came in with a jersey auction after that, which is a fundraiser for them. Um, coming up, they'll do a pep rally, and, and we're going to have that outdoors. 
Um, I'm not against it, parents. If you want to slip in and, and at 2 o'clock on Friday and, and watch the pep rally, it'll be a little different. It's going to be a little more distant where we're sitting in the stands at the football stadium and the skits are either going to be on the on the track or on the field. I can't remember the students one time called it something Olympics, but they're, they're fun little skits or games that the students uh, compete with. Um, and, and again, just thank you to the student council for all that work. Coronation does take place at halftime of the football game. Football game starts at 7. Speaking of, of start times in football, um, a couple of you have, have called or ran into me and asked, like, why the different start times? Like, we, we played, uh, I think it was, um, was it Gordon at a 6 o'clock game, but yet we played Valentine, or I can't remember what it was, it was going to be a 7 o'clock game. Um, just to let you know the honest truth, there's such a shortage in officials this year, and there was last year too, but it's worse this year, um, especially with football. And so the same officials are double, they're doubling up on, on Fridays. And so, for instance, last week or the week before, Gordon played an afternoon game, and then their crew can come over to, to um, get with us for a 6 o'clock or whatever time we're going to start. So um, that happened a couple weeks earlier where the officiating crew was over in Harrison in Sioux County for that game, then went, and I think they had our game against Gordon-Rushville in Gordon. And so it's it, that's what's going on with the different start times is you're trying to make it a little bit easier for officials to catch two games on a Friday. And so we're kind of working around their schedules. Um, that's been a It's just been an unusual. That's never been the case before. Um, but that's what's going on there. So homecoming coronation will be at halftime. I'm, I don't have the the, cor the list of attendance in front of me, and I don't want to take a risk of uh, forgetting someone. So uh, we hope you can join us for that. We'll extend halftime just a little bit. And then the kids have moved. The homecoming dance is now off-site, and I think parents are aware of how that's going to work. I really appreciate their efforts, and we've talked about this. And we don't need to hammer it out again, but I've really appreciated their efforts to follow public health guidelines, even though they're not going to host this uh, in, the high, in the high school. They've even got a, a plans for a split dance floor for those who wear masks versus those who don't, hoping to avoid uh, large quarantines should someone test positive in the following week or so. Um, so they're making a lot of good efforts, and I really applaud our kids, which doesn't surprise me. We have that, That's the students of Shadron High, and just super proud of them. So I believe that's it for the homecoming activities. We have the dress themes going on. Today was Superhero versus Villain Day, and I have a Superman face mask, and I left it at, it. at the house. Didn't yeah, even I left wear it. it at home. So no Superman. Darn it. If my children weren't five and two, I have a lot of great costumes that... I could have maybe fit in. <laughs> I cannot fit into those. Uh, homecoming, love it, awesome. I want to talk about a little bit of the downside of home. Not the downside of home, but the the, the slide. Dark side. Well, it it feels like homecoming week, and then the week right after homecoming week is the week I get a yeah. lot of parents requesting my True. my my calendar is completely full with before and after school meetings for students who are struggling in their classes. So I want to do a little public service announcement here. It we didn't have in person parent teacher conferences this last week, but your teachers did. Teachers did uh, reach out to contact. Don't be scared to contact teachers beyond that. Um, a lot of the phone calls and the questions I get, my my first answer or question would be, well, when you talked about that math grade with that teacher, what, what were their opinions or what they have to say? Um, and I, I am so happy to facilitate those. I feel like students start to feel, they get excited for homecoming, and then it comes the pressure for quarter grades. Um, because that is coming up. It's right around the corner. So don't be surprised if you see a little heightened anxieties around grades and classes. Um, 
it, we school doesn't pause during homecoming week. There's still assignments, and it, but it's just easier to be distracted. I mean, right. I Good get, point. I'm a fart in a skillet. I get distracted at anything, much less when I was 18 in homecoming week. So, um, just don't feel, don't feel guilty about reaching out to teachers. If students are struggling in classes, they're the ones and totally reach out to me too. I totally want to know if you send an email, I'd love to be on it. Or if you want a meeting, I'd love to be in it. Um, but they tend to know exactly what's going on. You know, how many times that kid has come in for help in the mornings and after school. Let me plug that again. If you are a new student at Shadron high school and you want your kids to get a tutor before and after school, it's free, baby. Before school, all the teachers are there by 7.40. After school, they're in their room until 3.40. The best tutors available. Oh, my gosh. What they could do in 15 minutes. You don't have to pay. You don't have the hassle of calling some college student. You don't have to worry about if COVID's coming Mm -hmm. into your house. Um, So before and after school uh, in the teacher's classroom is by far leading up into quarter the best bang for your buck when it comes to getting tutoring in specific classes. So I just want to bring that up because I always feel homecoming the week right after homecoming week mm-hmm. is where we refocus like, oh yeah, yeah quarters in like three weeks and yeah. I got to... It'll be in two weeks. I, I think it's closer to yeah. two weeks after homecoming. And I want to reiterate what you just said. So occasionally we'll get phone calls from parents wanting to know if tutors are available before or after school. And again, the, the best answer we have for you is we have free tutors that you don't have to pay for. They're called teachers. Mm-hmm. And those teachers are available before school. They're available after school. Occasionally they coach. I get that. And so they're available before school. On the 130 dismissals, that is the, the, prior, the priority for where those teachers can be. I always have a staff meeting on Friday afternoons on the early outs at 215. And the staff know if they are with students, helping students, they don't come to my staff meeting. Mm-hmm. They stay with students. That's that's where we. That's the priority for us. So, um, the one thirty dismissals are huge, especially if it's an a student who has been gone, whether it's been through illnesses or whether it's through activities and travels. Um, those one thirty dismissals are huge. And what you said was, and, and I believe this hundred percent, five minutes, fifteen minutes with so a teacher fast. is worth an hour of you sitting at home trying to help your students. Absolutely. Nobody can help them with the expectations for that class better than the teacher. They're going to do a better job than any tutor you can hire as well. So allow our teachers to, to be the tutors outside of class time. In, in one habit we have to break, and when you go into high school, you hit a little more advanced classes. I think students tend to feel like they're in trouble by going to a classroom after school or having to go to a classroom before school. Um, and that's not how high school operates. High school, you know, you're, if, you're, if you're in trouble, you'll do your suspensions, detentions. You can do those with me. But the teachers um, are there for support and help. And the other thing, can, and because you're a school counselor, here's where I thought you were going when you end up kind of going more academics. But <laughs> homecoming can be a letdown. It can be a huge letdown. There's that Absolutely. big social event, that Absolutely. social gathering of the Friday for homecoming, which is the game. The socializing oh, in the stands, a dance afterwards, and then you have Monday. Yeah. Yeah, it can be, there can be that letdown. So there's there's that piece that also, I know for a fact, keeps your office pretty busy on the week after absolutely, homecoming. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, what, if any female out there, you won't know what I'm talking about when I say this. You might smile because you've heard about it, but just, just check a bathroom at prom. Oh bathroom at prom bathroom at a wedding and you'll that's see where the tears are oh that's okay. where the tears are at. Yeah. um so yeah yeah it can be it's a yeah. it's a big event like anything in life i thoroughly believe that the anticipation for most events mm-hmm. are uh, <laughs> are half of the fun um but it, good point 
there uh there are always some disappointments there are always mm-hmm. some what i think are odd rituals of like the homecoming in the high school in yeah. general <laughs> that happen that that can be amazingly fun for some and a little bit of a letdown yeah. for others it's kind of like the susan buffett day i always say i always try to i, I never do but i always say i'm gonna take a personal day when susan buffett scholarships come out mm-hmm. because there's five kids who could not be happier and want to hug me all day and the mm-hmm. teachers and then there's about 15 who are just gutting it through the day because they heard no so yeah that's that's life and going back to the academic side of this too and hidden hitting into a quarter my flip of this is if you have a student who's struggling right now what a freaking blessing what a blessing to figure out now how to do the work Mm -hmm. because i tell you what they're gonna hit something that's hard eventually that doesn't come Mm -hmm. easy that requires extra work that other people are naturally good at what a blessing to figure it out now and work with our kiddos to figure out how to do the work to do the best they can do Mm -hmm. Um, and it's different for everyone for some it's math it's english it's speech it's writing it's freaking pe for some just gut through and get through it but but on the on the flip side, if you have a student who's struggling leading into quarter, what a blessing we can figure out how to teach them to do the work because that's what it's all about. So, and, and this is kind of a both sides of the fence kind of uh, topic I'm going to introduce here. But freshmen, I always watch freshmen, and so with freshmen, and I don't know all the I'll be 100 percent honest, especially me being out on an early vacation, COVID, little COVID break to start the year. Um, but we've noticed that they're starting to relax a little bit. They're getting comfortable in school. The overall feel is they like high school, and I think that's pretty common. We don't have all the steps. So I always tease them. Well, it's because we don't have stairs. We don't have stairs like the middle school does with three floors. Um, but I can tell they're getting comfortable. Um, we did bring freshmen and seniors. I brought them into the auditorium. I think it was on Monday morning and gave the talk that we give every year. Um, but it's new for our freshmen to hear that. You know, It's just me standing in front of them saying, Freshmen, I work for the seniors this year. They've been in our building three years. They know our expectations. I work for them. They're the ones that address behaviors, that kind of talk. And it builds peer, peer leadership is where I'm going with that without calling it out. Um, and I give that talk to the freshmen. I got to be honest with you. I gave that talk because, number one, on day one, we couldn't have it. It's been a 10-year tradition that we've done on how we set the tone for our building. And we just couldn't have it because of COVID and the large group. Um and number two is I had some seniors come to me in the last week. Honestly, I think they just wanted the talk so they could have the freshmen here that they have power in the school. I really haven't observed a lot of um, behaviors. This has been a really good group of freshmen that come over. I like how they're fitting in the building. Uh, we did give the talk because it's tradition. And, and the fun is, and I'm not going to give the hint away, but we dismiss the freshmen from the auditorium. And then I stay and visit with the seniors. And that's where the power is. But that's our little secret at Shattern High School and how it works and how the peer leadership and the peer influence works. Um, but anyways, it, it was one of those where I, honestly, I think the freshmen are doing really well this year, and I, they're starting to get a little more relaxed. I do anticipate when they relax a little bit, or maybe they're going to get bored if the weather changes and we're cooped up inside. Maybe we'll have some behaviors, but overall, it's gone really well this year. I'm just really happy for. I, I can't imagine. I could not have envisioned a better start to the year, and that's even despite the office being gone for the first week and a half due to COVID. I could have had a little less stress the yeah. first two weeks. Anyone who called probably could <laughs> sense that in my voice. It, yeah, it's just no, been, it's, I just got off. We good. had a morning Zoom meeting with um, what's called Region 5 Principals, and that's everywhere this side of Valentine and clear down to central Nebraska. Um, and I think we all kind of ha- have this surprise that 
with all these different protocols, just how well students overall, mm-hmm. how they they can just adjust to this stuff. I think a lot easier than us as adults Absolutely. adjusting to change. Like face masks, that hasn't been an issue for students. No. Some, yeah, great. I've got a few that choose not to, and that's that's their right. I'm okay with that. It, but you you would be shocked at you listening in on Facebook. You'd be shocked to know just how many students are wearing face masks in our school, even though they're not required. So it just isn't. They're just more flexible or uh, adapting, I think, maybe than some of us older people are. <laughs> they're resilient. Kids yeah, are resilient. resilient. There's the word. You were resilient getting the streaming. <clears throat> Let's see if it worked. I hope it does. I'm not listening. Hey, You're I've listening. got Shattering High School on the bottom of the screen on this banner. Uh, it's the Twitter at Shattering HS. If you. If you're not into social media kind of like me, this is the one social media that I have personally. Um, you might be surprised how many videos and different posts, positive uh, mentions uh, on there. Uh, several pictures of Gabe, our, our wonderful student. He's dressed as, I think he's Captain Underpants today for his favorite uh, hero. He's the babe. He's uh, the there's highlights, uh, some videos from last night's softball. There's tons of football. Got some volleyball. We'll get some more tomorrow night. Um, but anyways, it, it's the one social media platform. Facebook would be one we post to occasionally as well because we know that we've got an audience there. Um, but if you want to see the promotional stuff, some of those fun things or, or pictures and videos, uh, take consider consider Twitter. Um, give us a follow at ShadronHS. Um, that's my Twitter account. Um, I have a personal account too that I use less and less all the time because I have more fun with this one. It's good. It's good stuff. Everyone should follow along and tweet at us with all your good pictures from yeah, homecoming and all yeah. the, the stuff that happens Push this week. positive. Yes. Tonight, financial aid meeting, 5 p.m. It was in the um, Five Bullet Friday. The link's been emailed out. Everyone is welcome to join that. Maybe I'll, I'll have you pu- pump that link okay. out in the blog if you're okay with this Absolutely. this afternoon. Absolutely. Um, Pep Rally on Friday at 2. two? Mm-hmm. Hope to see you guys there. Cardinal Cast. I'm Lonnie Watson. And I'm Jerry Mack. We'll see you next week. Someday it'll be on time.